0: Hi guys! Welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the new shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site Land Grant Holy Land. We talk all things Ohio State football and talk to and about other women in Buckeye Athletics and beyond. I'm your host Tia Williams.
1: And I'm your other host Meredith Hine.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Tia Williams, that's Tia with three A's, Meredith at Meredith Hine, and of course the site at Land Grant 33.
1: Thanks so much for tuning into our show today. Before we jump into our main topic, Tia, do you realize that women's basketball is already ready to tip off?
0: I truly can't believe basketball is already here. I feel like it ended like two weeks ago. I can't even adjust my brain to like start focusing on basketball, it's still in football mode. But I am so excited about this Buckeye team. They just beat Urbana 131-50 to 50 in their exhibition game. And head coach Kevin McGuff said that they still have a long way to go after that, like specifically on defense. But I mean, you just beat this team 131-50. to 50. Um, But the team has seven new freshmen, so I get it. They're young. But they are part of a recruiting class that got up to number three in the nation by ESPN which you saw right away in their exhibition game, freshman guards, J.C. Sheldon and Kirsten Bell led the team with 25 points each. I think all freshmen, but two played. And so the fact that this group of freshmen could be a team, granted it was their Urbana's D2, but still the fact that they crushed them 131 to 50 and your head coach is still saying like, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. So I can't wait to see what this team does this season.
1: I totally agree. And you talked about all these great freshmen that are coming onto the team this season, but one of the veterans that we can watch this season will be sophomore forward Dorka Juhas, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right, who is named to the coaches preseason all Big Ten team as well. The women officially open their season Sunday when they take on Valparaiso in Springfield, if you would like to watch
0: cannot wait. Unfortunately, the topic of our show today isn't quite as positive as our women's basketball team. Meredith, want to talk us through what happened to you this
1: weekend? Sure. So my husband and I were out in Colorado this weekend at the Air Force Army game Saturday and the Browns Broncos game on Sunday. Fortunately, we were victorious in the Air Force game not so lucky in the Browns game (laughs) we went to the Broncos game with a couple friends who happened to be ex-army and who on Sunday happened to get tickets through a friend who was playing for the Broncos full disclosure the seats were in the second row about the five-yard line they were totally amazing we saw Noah Fant's touchdown like feet away from him um and it was so so awesome to see Unfortunately, as we were filling into our seats at the start of the game, one of the older men in the front row who sat directly in front of my friend Vince turned around and without a hint of friendliness or humor said, I thought these seats were supposed to be reserved for friends and family of Broncos fans. So not such a friendly welcome from Denver, but you know, whatever. (laughs) As the pregame progressed, the Broncos' parachute team, which is a thing and which is very cool, jumped into the stadium. As the announcer told us all to look up in the sky for uh, the jumpers in the plane, my husband, who earned his jump wings while at the Air Force Academy, said, wow, they're jumping really low, to which the guy in front of us aggressively turned around and said, how would you know that? And my husband was a little weirded out by the comment and simply responded, because I've done it. Uh, And this guy goes, well, I have too," and turns back around. So like, you know, not a great conversationalist, obviously. (laughs) Fast forward to the third quarter when the PA announcer asks all veterans to stand and be recognized for their service. To be clear, this was uh, the Broncos salute to service game ahead of Veterans Day, which is next Monday, November 11th. Normally, Dave and I, we both served in the Air Force, uh, but we don't like to stand up for those types of events. But We were just at our alma mater this weekend. We were with a couple of friends who had also served, so we did it anyway. We sat down and Dave, my husband, and our friend Vince fell back into the conversation they were having before we stood up. As we sat down within just a few seconds of, again, the stadium recognizing veterans, including ourselves, the man in front of Dave and Vince turned around and said, will you guys ever stop talking? You sound like a couple of ladies. So that was great. But it gets worse. So, no. <laughs> To be clear, Vince is about the coolest cucumber you could ever imagine. But he was absolutely done with his people. He was not dealing with them talking smack to us anymore about being a Browns fan, about being in the military, about anything, really. And he just said, how many of your friends and classmates have died in combat? Don't talk to me. The man responded that Vince had never done anything, to which Vince responded that he had, in fact, served in Afghanistan. The man then said that he had also served by donating to causes on behalf of veterans and that he supported our troops. At this point, the guest relations person from the Broncos came over and told Vince to back off. So basically there's a lot of ways that we can go from here with this story. You know, there's the what's acceptable conduct at football games to how to treat away fans. But Tia, I feel like the two most obvious to me are probably number one, Treatment of military, especially at a salute to service game. And number two, treatment of female sports fans in general.
0: I am just speechless. And you've told me this story like twice already, and you know. But what is going through his mind to even start the game off that way? Like you guys had literally just sat down and he's already at your throats. And then throughout the game, he learns that you guys served and you're standing up and this is a salute to service game. And he continues the harassment and the rude comments. And then the the female comment is just like mind blowing, because that is so sexist. Like I don't I didn't even know people still use that comment. It's, it's kind of like, like our title of the podcast you play like a girl yeah it, it got to the point where women were just kind of like maybe we should stop saying that like <laughs> it's not funny and so you sound like a couple of ladies is a similar notion
1: yeah and I mean it was our husbands this guy was just attempting to insult them and it was clear that they were in fact there with their wives. You know, we don't get to see each other very much. We live on opposite sides of the country. And yes, we were chatting. And you're going to come to a football game and be upset that people are chatting. And then you're going to classify that behavior as being feminine. And then you're going to say that that feminine behavior is not acceptable at a football game, which means that you basically think that women are not acceptable people to be at a football game, which is just totally BS.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also, that it's not a silent sport. It's not yeah. golf. Yeah, I, I've experienced that too. Just as a woman who is a sports fan going to games and the comments that I get, I'm almost positive men don't. Um, one example is Chicago. I received like this comment, something along the lines of like, oh, pretty face, ugly hat, or like, you would look so much better if you weren't wearing that. Or I don't know, just something about my appearance. And then since I was wearing Eagles gear, that was ugly. And I just like, it was multiple times in Chicago. And I was like, I feel like this is not something that they say to passing men who are opposing fans.
1: Can you imagine if they did?
0: (laughs) Exactly. I literally thought that to myself. I'm like, are they saying that to this guy next to me who has an Eagles jersey? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I saw someone tweet one time, and I'm probably going to get it wrong, but it was something to the effect of, don't yell anything at a woman on the street that you wouldn't want a man saying to you in prison, (laughs) and I thought that was a really Uh, great way to think about it. Yes,
0: rule of thumb, that's brilliant.
1: Yeah, but I had a similar, not even similar, I had an experience at a bar a couple weeks ago as well when I was watching the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. My husband was at another football game, coincidentally. And so I was, you know, there by myself. And, you know, as soon as you're a woman and you open your mouth and say something intelligent about football, it feels like people immediately choose to converge and just get extremely creepy. And I, I don't think this is all men, but, you know, it's certainly, and Tia, we talked about this before the show, but it certainly makes your fan base, Seem not as great as they should be, um, because it's not everyone, and it's not even the majority of people. But when there's just a few people who make you have these really negative experiences, it makes you feel uncomfortable. To if you're an away fan, you know, be in that city or be in that environment, and if you're a fan of the home team, I think it makes you question if that's a community you want to be a part of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like that's exactly how I feel towards Chicago fans, like just because of maybe three guys, I tell everybody that I hate Chicago fans. And then I would hate to think that people say the same thing about Ohio State fans. But what I do know is I remember all of the fans who were super nice. So it like goes both ways. Like I know Oklahoma is a nice fan base and Green Bay. I love the banter. I love going to away games and, you know, play fighting with opposing fans. But it gets to a point where it's like aggressive and scary. I still can't get over that guy who asked your husband how he would know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Are you really going to be that way? Um, Also, to be clear, at the Air Force Academy, we had uh, the parachute team is called Wings of Blue. They jumped into every home game. So Dave and I saw them dozens of times because football games were mandatory at the Air Force Academy. So you had to go. So you had to see Wings of Blue. And so, yeah, we did realize that the jump team appeared to be jumping low. Uh, So in addition to our own experiences yeah. jumping out of planes it was yeah
0: like and all you had done was sit down at that point and he just decides that he doesn't like you guys
1: yeah and his comment in particular in response to like the jumping out of planes piece like i've done it too like to be clear what if he's done it he has done a tandem parachute jump <laughs> that he paid for where someone else where he was strapped for him. yeah and so we're like um like what do you are you trying to compare yourself and then once my friend Vince like said that and you know yeah it was it was a lot um and it's a very heavy comment that he said and we all know that but like you gotta just turn around and shut up like why are you still trying to fight
0: but back to what you said about women not belonging as a fan or, like, at football games, which is, like, kind of what his comment implied. I had a situation with my mom. We were at Green Bay. We were staying at this hotel, and I think it was, like, our waiter. And we both had Eagles gear on, and we were about to go to the game. And, and he was like, oh, a mother-daughter going to an Eagles game from Philly or all the way in Wisconsin. Like, you have to have a reason. And me and my mom were like, why do we have to have a reason to go to an away game?
1: You're just <laughs> You know what I mean? It's kind of like in high school – I went to an all girls school, but we had a brother school that was an all boys school down the street. And if you went to the game, it was kind of always assumed that you had a boyfriend on the team if you were watching the game. And it's, I don't know why it's so difficult to the concept to believe that women can just be sports fans because they enjoy the game. TSA on all of these notes, if there's ever anyone who makes you feel uncomfortable at a game or who you do see harassing other fans, there are guest services. After the initial guest services person at the Broncos game sort of didn't really do much to assist us in this scenario. Uh, We did call on the manager and he did come down, take our statements, and then he was continuously patrolling throughout the aisles to make sure that, you know, nothing else happened. Uh, So that was helpful. And, you know, it does suck that you have to have that to fall back on and you have to fall on, be able to rely on that because you want fans to just be classy and treat everyone with respect and dignity. But unfortunately, that is not always the case. But I think bottom line is, like I just said, regardless of who you are, you have a right to be able to enjoy a game how you want to enjoy the game. Um, And if other people try to ruin that experience for you, then they're just jerks. Yeah, agreed. We're going to have much more positive things to talk about when we come back from our break. Stay tuned.
0: All right. Like Meredith said, we cannot end on that note. Um, So we have a lot of exciting matchups, including conference tournaments to look forward to this weekend.
1: Yeah, in terms of Ohio State sports this weekend, we have field hockey, which opens up the Big Ten tournament Friday against Iowa. Volleyball is in action against Wisconsin Friday and Minnesota Sunday. And of course, as we've already discussed, women's basketball opens up its season Sunday against Valpo. We also wanted to start something new this week and give a shout out to someone who has made a positive impact in our lives this week. Tia, do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, so I think I'm I'm going to be super lame and say my mom. (laughs) 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 Because, so I'm, I live in Philly and I'm back in Columbus visiting and I have so much on my plate. I have a wedding coming up. I have work. I have, you know, I'm out of town. So this week is crazy and she's taken a huge load off of it and helping me with a whole lot of wedding stuff. So yeah,
1: my mom. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Um, So for me... Not quite as sentimental, not nearly really sentimental at all. (laughs) But uh, I just want to give a shout out to the men and women who are looking out for women at sporting events and trying to make sure that they have a positive experience. So as all of this was happening on Sunday, I happened to have two, I'm not going to call them obnoxious, but they were hilarious (laughs) in my opinion. Browns fans sitting next to me on my other side and they could tell that something was going on and that I was getting really upset. And they, uh, they were just really great engaging me throughout the game. And at one point, they asked if they needed to beat up the people in the front row for us. So not encouraging violence, obviously said no, but <laughs> I appreciated the sentiment nonetheless. And then I mentioned that experience in the bar watching the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. And the bartender there very much recognized that I was there by myself and definitely had my back when he realized that I was starting to feel uncomfortable. So thanks to all of the people who are willing to, you know, go beyond themselves at sporting events and make sure they're looking out for others. I
0: love the camaraderie that Away fans (laughs) create (laughs) together. Oh, for sure. (laughs) all right guys that's all we have for today thank you so much for joining us as always you can follow me on twitter at tia williams that's tia with three a's meredith at meredith Hine, and the site at land grant 33 we'll be back next thursday and every thursday after that with new shows thanks again for listening to play like a girl and as always go Go bucks